0: Innovations in minimally invasive surgery and therapeutic endoscopy are contributing to a promising field called Natural Orifice Transluminal Endoscopic Surgery, or NOTES. As these innovations are vetted through rigorous research, what will the future bring for NOTES procedures? You are listening to ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, Professor of Surgery at Chicago Medical School, and our guest today is Dr. Nathaniel Soper, Professor and Chair of Surgery at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. Dr. Soper is a leading contributor to emerging topics in minimally invasive surgery. Welcome, Dr. Soper.
1: Well, thanks very much for having me.
0: Today, we are discussing broader applications for procedures of notes, natural orifice Transluminal Endoscopic Surgery. Dr. Soper, give us a brief summary of NOTES.
1: Well, NOTES is a, a new technique for performing intraabdominal surgery. The concept is relatively simple. You get into the abdominal cavity without making an incision on the abdominal wall, as we currently do. So the idea would be that, say, you go, you put a scope in the mouth, down into the stomach, put a hole in the stomach wall, go out into the abdominal cavity, do a procedure of some sort, come back in the stomach, close the hole, and pull the scope back out of the mouth.
0: Now, we can't use the same instruments that we use in traditional laparoscopic surgery for notes, can we?
1: No, the the instruments used in traditional laparoscopy generally are long and rigid and in line. In order to do notes procedures, at least those where you go down the esophagus into the stomach, it requires much longer, more flexible instrumentation to be able to go around the corners and things like that.
0: Now, do we have these instruments currently, or are these designed specifically by research groups like yourself?
1: There are some areas or institutions where they're using traditional endoscopes, but to be truly effective, we believe you need different and new types of devices to allow these procedures to be done more efficiently.
0: Are you involved in the design of these type of instruments?
1: We are involved in the development and design and refinement of instruments, working with a number of companies in the laboratory to try and come up with instruments that we really find usable and robust.
0: Are the companies as enthusiastic as the surgeons in terms of developing these new instruments, and are they optimistic that this new procedure will take off?
1: Well, it has amazed me how many companies have kind of stepped up to the plate and are at least putting their toe in the water, committing some R&D dollars to see where this takes off. And, in fact, some of the major manufacturers have been willing to donate relatively large amounts of money, a total so far of about $2.5 million dollars, to be used to fund basic science research in notes procedures such that we can demonstrate whether or not infection is a potential risk and looking at inflammatory mediators to see if notes procedures cause less trauma to the body and that sort of thing that companies would usually not fund by themselves.
0: How do you account for their enthusiasm?
1: Well, I think that they see this as a possible new type of surgery that will be a field unto itself and have a great future.
0: And do you think that this potentially, they feel, will replace traditional laparoscopic surgery or be an adjunct?
1: Well, if I had to guess or have a crystal ball, I would say that this would be adjunctive, that it would be used in certain instances for certain procedures and that laparoscopy would not go away. The other possibility is that notes will never take off, but that we will be able to spin off some of the instrumentation that has been developed to use for either endoluminal procedures or things such as single incision laparoscopic surgery.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: Well, as an offshoot of using some of these newer instruments that allow you to articulate and change angles and things that had not been previously available, There are a number of surgeons now, and we're also involved in this, performing such things as cholecystectomies through one incision at the
0: navel. In your article in Future Healthcare Magazine, you mentioned several areas for improvement, and I'd like to review at least some of them. The first was peritoneal access.
1: Yes, the peritoneal access is the first step in any notes procedure. So whether you go through the mouth and out the stomach or through the vagina, or even through the rectum. You must open up the wall of either a hollow viscous or another body cavity to make it into the free peritoneal cavity. And this needs to be an opening that can then subsequently be closed.
0: And any other areas that you see for improvement?
1: When you think about it, if you're in the stomach, for instance, trying to make a hole to go out, what's just on the outside of that? And if you put something sharp through there or a lot of cautery through there, are you going to damage something around it? So we have to work out ways where we can, for instance, with ultrasound or some other technology be able to see through the wall of that viscous to see what's just on the other side that might be injured.
0: If you have just joined us, you are listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on Reach MD XM 157. I am your host, Dr. Mark Nolan Hill, professor of surgery at Chicago Medical School, and with me today is Dr. Nathaniel Soper, professor and chair of surgery at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. We are discussing broader applications for procedures of notes, natural orifice, transluminal, endoscopic surgery. Dr. Soper, will the technique vary from orifice to orifice?
1: Yes, very much so. When, for instance, if you come out of the stomach wall and are going over to the gallbladder, often the bottom of the stomach is lower in the abdomen than the gallbladder, so the scope would need to be curved or retroflexed up to to that area. And it makes it more difficult to operate on that. And and using traditional endoscopes, the image is upside down, which can make it very confusing for the novice. Whereas if you think about it, if you come up from the vagina to approach the gallbladder, it's a straight shot from below, straight up to the gallbladder without having to bend the scope or articulate the the instruments, and it may be an easier approach to take out the gallbladder.
0: Do you think that surgeons will be trained in different techniques from orifice to orifice, or will they be specialized to doing one orifice only?
1: Well, I believe that if you're going to be doing notes procedures, there's enough overlap of the techniques that you'll probably be approaching things from any one of a number of different orifices using the one that's most efficient and convenient and safe, depending on what procedure you're planning to perform.
0: Does your preliminary research give us any idea of long-term outcomes after this type of surgery?
1: No, none, none whatsoever. However, it's our assumption being that if there are no early complications, there shouldn't be any subsequent problems that come up down the road, similar to following a laparoscopic procedure.
0: Now, which population of surgeons do you think will be most interested in training for a notes procedure?
1: Well, I would think that any surgeon who wants to specialize in surgery of the abdominal cavity, that is a GI surgeon, would be potentially interested. Those who have experience in flexible endoscopy will be more interested, I believe. And I also think that younger surgeons are going to be more interested, seeing that this might be part of the future.
0: Do you expect to train your residents in this technique as well?
1: Ultimately, if this takes off, we'll have to train them in this technique.
0: Do you think that there will be a collaboration between the gastroenterologist and the surgeons in doing this technique?
1: Uh, I think in most institutions that will be the case. The exceptions will be those institutions where the surgeons are already doing advanced interventional endoscopy, such as ERCPs and that sort of thing. But in most other institutions, the gastroenterologists have more experience in flexible endoscopy, whereas the surgeons understand surgical principles, dissection techniques, and have become accustomed to the laparoscopic approach and then can probably work along with the gastroenterologist to develop the flexible expertise.
0: Now clearly when we all began learning laparoscopic surgery, it was a learning curve that required us to learn different techniques, different spatial orientation, and a number of other things. Now that many of us are quite proficient in laparoscopic surgery, do you think that it will be as difficult to learn these new techniques for notes.
1: I don't think it will be quite as difficult, but it's a whole new learning curve, a whole new technology, very different concepts in terms of the arc of the instruments and that sort of thing, depending on how we ultimately construct the platforms from which we're operating.
0: As a surgeon and one who has done this procedure at Northwestern University... What have you found to be the most challenging technical aspect of the notes technique?
1: Well, thus far, we still primarily use instrumentation that comes straight out the end of the endoscopic device. And so you don't have as much of triangulation with your eyes and with your instruments, and it's much harder to exert traction and counter-traction on the tissues to be able to dissect effectively.
0: Well, then how do you do that safely?
1: Well, we have learned little tricks of how it can be done in terms of the traction and countertraction. We're also, as I said, developing instruments that will allow more triangulation and and coming in at different angles and that sort of thing. So it's going to be a combination of experience and improved instrumentation that will help solve these problems.
0: Do you think that credentialing will be much more rigorous for the notes technique than it was for laparoscopic approaches?
1: Well, I think there are going to be a lot of interested people looking at this under a microscope. And my guess is that the hospitals will be very concerned about the safety of these procedures and will want to make sure that the practitioners have had adequate experience, particularly in flexible techniques, to allow the performance of these notes procedures.
0: What makes you say that?
1: Well, they lived through the laparoscopic revolution as well, and most of the people on the privileging committees did and are going to be nervous about introduction of a brand new technology as applied to patients.
0: Do you think that the operating room in of itself and the nurse's role and the circulator's role and the anesthesia's role will have to be changed and altered and modified for this new technique.
1: I don't think necessarily the anesthesiologist needs to do anything differently currently. The scrub nurses need to learn a whole new type of instrumentation and how to handle these very, very long, flexible things that we put down these scopes and they have to be coiled in a certain way on the back table so they don't fall off and get contaminated. And so there are a number of things that they will need to learn that they haven't had to do previously, but otherwise it will be very similar. Currently, as we do the hybrid procedures using one or two small laparoscopic ports in addition to the endoscopic approach, You know, we have two different teams, one at the mouth of the patient and one over the abdomen, and trying to coordinate everybody sometimes is challenging.
0: I want to thank our guest, Dr. Nathaniel Soper. We have been discussing broader applications for procedures of NOTES, natural orifice transluminal endoscopic surgery. I'm Dr. Mark Nolan-Hill, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Be sure to visit our website at reachmd.com, now featuring on-demand podcasts of our entire library. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. And thank you for listening.